Pickaxe. Hello and welcome back to the Review of Death, your fortnightly home for Doctor Who news and reviews. I am Matthew Toffolo. Joining me over there is Billy Garrett John. How are you doing, Billy? Which way am I looking? You're over there. Hello, Matt. I'm, I'm over fine, there. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm really good. Uh, I am excited to talk about the new trailer. Yes. Um, it feels a bit weird doing it this way around because it's my evening and it's your morning. Yes, I, I I have an hour, well, less than an hour and a half to start work, so... <laughs> okay, well, let's spend two hours talking about Doctor <laughs> Who, then. Um, it's so, more important. It's more important. It, basically, yeah. Yeah, um, Minecraft, who gives a shit? <laughs> quite literally. Uh, so, yes, it's Doctor Who trailer time. It's yes. happened. It, it came has. out 23rd of September... Uh, does that mean we're like exactly two months out? Like, is that an indication of what's going to happen? Yeah. Um, I also noticed it's after this goes out, it's probably a couple of days ahead, but it's two years since it was announced that Russell was coming back. Wow. That's crazy, isn't it? It's bonkers. Wow. That, that whole thing seems like such a weird, hazy dream now. Um, Time is immaterial. Yeah. Now we're here, aren't we? We're here in the thick of it, living it. Living it large. It's happening. Uh, so it went out just before the first episode of Strictly. Uh, yeah. So I imagine there'll be quite good bedfellows for each other as we scream yeah. towards uh, November and December. Um, we, we, had a, we had a table booked at 6.30 and we were looking at the, the time because Alan Carr's show was running over a little bit. And I was like, look, should we just go and we'll just watch it when we get back? And Annie was like, no, no, I want to watch it on the telly. I want to watch it go out live. <laughs> I'm like, my God. You have like to, this, you have to. I, yeah. I have to wait until I wake up. I, and then I wake up and usually have forgotten what has happened two hours prior UK yeah. time. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Well, let's, let's, let's talk about it. I mean, what were your first thoughts? Because I sort of was a bit like, yeah, it's a good trailer. I've obviously watched it over and over and over again since and I've got myself yeah. incredibly hyped. Um, yeah. But you know, it's like, oh, it's that same opening shot of London. It's the Camden stuff. It kind of runs quite chronologically, doesn't it, like the others? Yes, I, th- I thought that. I mean, overall, I thought it was amazing. I thought I, I loved the trailer. I thought it was brilliant. Um, but yeah, it was interesting. Obviously, they're being very careful with playing their cards very close to their chest. Like you said, it's still two months away. Um, yeah, so the the opening is very much... All the stuff that we already know. Um, yeah. And just really setting up the Dr. Donna situation, um, where everybody is. And um, I mean, it's, it's fine that they've reused stuff because audiences, general audiences, will not remember seeing the trailer from Christmas or bloody Eurovision. They're not sad yeah. hits like us who have gone through the YouTube video meticulously frame by frame um, and know exactly what things are where. Which, um, incidentally, has hit a million views in a day, which is probably better than some of the Jodie trailers did for, like, so initial release. That's very interesting you should say that, because uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh, we were chatting mm. last night. I'm not going to out them, because they no. might get attacked on Twitter by Jodie Whittaker fans. <laughs> or get um, attacked by uh, people in a production office somewhere in yeah. Wales. Um. And they said, look at the difference between mm. the views of the trailer that went out. By this point, it wasn't even 24 hours. 
And at that point, it had something like over 800,000 views. Amazing. Jody's uh, trailer for Power of the Doctor till today only has 500,000 views. And then I think for Flux, it was like 700,000. So it's amazing to see how there's already been a shift of interest um, straight away, which is brilliant. You know, that, that's not a slight on the Whittaker era. You know, I'm just very happy to see that Doctor Who is getting mm. the interest it deserves. It's difficult, though, not to contrast it because, especially in light of that Chris Chibnall interview, which yeah. uh, the second episode has already been out for like a week now, I think. Um, but knowing that he was adverse to sort of like promoting it yeah. at all, I don't even think it was necessarily in the same way as, or, you know, it just seemed like, you know, here we are two months out. It's an anniversary special. I get it's a different kettle of fish, but ultimately it's still Doctor Who and it should be treated as a big deal every year or every two years, or however yeah. often you're producing it. But we're two months out and we've had loads of footage and yep. we, st- and, and, it's revealing stuff without spoiling it, you know? Like, yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about <clears throat> Neil Patrick Harris's character in a bit, mm. but yeah. Doctor Who fans knew who that was. To the general public, they couldn't give a toss. Two months no. out is probably about the time to sort of say, this is that character's name, confirms yeah. all the suspicions of the fans and gets non-fans intrigued. Who is the toy maker? What is their deal? Um, yeah. You know, somebody brought it up uh, on Twitter not long ago, but they were talking about that next time trailer at the end of series 11's, what was it? Was that at the end of the ghost monument where it just yes. brings up all the actors? Yeah. yeah and, yeah. uh, you know, there is a stark contrast between getting excited about a guest actor being in something and having nothing yeah. revealed and, you know, just having little, little nuggets. There's enough in there that you can get your teeth yeah. into. I, I just don't think that was happening. Was it? No, not at all. I mean, you know, what? how long is this trailer? Like two and a half minutes. Well, mm. you know, for, th- for three hour episodes, that is nothing. You know, we are, no. we are learning nothing about what's going on in these stories. I mean, <laughs> this was, the, we, you know, we, we saw more in this trailer from The Giggle and Wild Blue Yonder than we've seen before. But even then, I think we could sort of maybe start piecing bits of plot together. But for that Wild Blue Yonder one, other Mm. than they land somewhere, possibly a spaceship, who knows, and the TARDIS buggers off because the TARDIS is like, this place is scary, I'm out of here. That's all we know. Mm. Um, But it's enough, isn't it? It's enough for you to go, oh, well, I'm, I'm interested to see what that's all about. It's not a case of like, Oh well, they've spoiled the whole thing for me now. No, it's crazy. it just raises the stakes a little bit in the context yeah. of that story to know something as innocuous as okay, they haven't got the TARDIS for that episode, and yeah, that line is just enough for you to be intrigued. Oh, okay, there's something deeper happening here, which we all suspect is going to yes. happen. Uh, yeah. But we'll get we'll get round to it. Well, let, let's let's work our way through it. So, um, cool. Donna, obviously, you know, Catherine Tate is a, is a big part of the trailer. Uh, yeah. all the way through it. She says she feels like there's something missing, like she's had something lovely and lost it. Um, and then we see the Series 4 clips, which totally took me by surprise. Yeah, that was cool. Do you think that's why it's been upscaled on Blu-ray? Do you think they were like, oh, we need flashbacks I for, would guess for broadcast it probably makes sense to do it that way. But then, you know, I think really it's probably for Disney Plus, isn't it? Like that makes yeah. the most sense. 
Um, but yeah, sure. I mean, I guess a, a good part of that is that you can upscale this stuff and, and yeah, you can have a, a, a fresh looking sheen to the footage when you decide to go back to it. But I was just really, I thought, okay, maybe we'll see some flashbacks in the story itself, but I didn't expect it in the trailer. No, like, it, that's unusual to, to see that. But I mean, it's good, isn't it? Because I guess they're, they're obviously playing on the nostalgia and that was such a big story. Um, mm. when it aired, you know, crack it made the news, didn't it? The end, the cliffhanger to Stolen Earth. Um, yeah. So it makes sense to tug on people's heartstrings or their memory strings and, you know, for the Joe public to go, oh yeah, I remember that. That was a really good story. And like, oh yeah, wasn't it good back then? Um, and hopefully it's drag people, them into the new stuff. It's people like our age and slightly younger, I guess, who have the nostalgia for that period of Doctor Who yeah. that people maybe had for the Davison, Baker, McCoy era when the show came back. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, it's all, it's it's the hallmarks of the show. And obviously you, you would play off the most critically and commercially successful part of the program since it came back, which would be that period. So it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, talking about tucking on heartstrings and memory strings, uh, obviously, the Doctor reiterates that if Donna remembers him, she'll die. Yeah. And he's telling this to Ruth Madley's character. Yeah. Uh, Ruth Madley. Ruth Madley. Uh, who I know we have been told by Russell that the character's name is Shirley Ann Bingham. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we like our wild conspiracy theories on the podcast. Our yeah. wild shots in the dark that somehow pay off. I think I I had a couple like during flux that I, yeah. I was wondering flux. I thought that was quite good. Anyway, uh, I'm going to say that Shirley Ann Bingham is Susan Foreman. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. What I'm going to put what? it out there. Okay. Well, you hit it here first folks. And it's got nothing to do with the fact that, you know, Shirley Ann Bingham, Carol Ann Ford, nothing to do with that, but that helps. Ah, interesting. But I see, I was like, I fucking got it, but it's Anne with an E for this new character. Yeah. But I don't know, you know, I'm know. just getting, because it's the fact that the Doctor is explaining this to her, and this yeah. is a character we obviously haven't met, but you would assume, this is, and it seems like it comes from the first episode, so you would assume yes. this character is going to need some sort of lead-in and explanation as to what's going on. It, they're not going to do that on screen. So this character is probably clued up on the Doctor genetics yeah. of, of that regard and timey-wimey-ness. Yeah, so, because it, at first I think everyone assumed she was going to be something to do with Unit, but mm. we see a lot of Unit later on from episode three, and I don't think you really see her there. Um, I could mm. be completely wrong, um, but I can't recall sort of seeing her with Kate Stewart or anything like that. Um yeah, so maybe she's an entity unto herself. Um, mm. I thought you were going to say, well, she's a bloody new curator. <laughs> she's the Rani. She's um, the Rani. Of you course. never know. Weirder <laughs> stuff's happened. Uh, and there's a, there's a whole thing about how Donna seems to be drawing things into her. Yeah. Which I thought was quite interesting, which makes mm. me think that that conversation with, with um, Ruth's character may be at the end of the first story or maybe at some point later yeah. down the line, because, you know, the fact he's saying drawing us, it's like, well, the doctor 
and then I guess Beep, and I guess yeah. the Wraith Warriors, and maybe some other stuff. I don't know. Um, yeah. But it was just an interesting bit of wording, I, I thought, for mm. that whole thing. How, how yeah. do you think, what do you think is going to be the payoff here? How do you think it's all going to get connected, that things are being drawn in? How's Donna's brain not going to explode when she sees the Doctor? What's the conceit, do you reckon? So we were talking about this um, when it airs, and I think what it's going to be, and Annie sort of thought this as well, um, I think, and I'd said this before, I think it's the toy maker has forced the Doctor to regenerate into a version of his old self. And I think that he has, because he's obviously all-powerful, he is stopping Donna's mind from going kablooey when... Mm. she meets the doctor and i think it's obviously his influence that's bringing in beep the meep because that that line from the doctor you know it suggests that there are more things going on and there's also that image later on in the trailer where the toy maker is like a puppeteer and he's got puppets on a string and i think that's what he's doing i think he's playing with their lives and i think the idea is the the, the celestial toy maker's game will be um you have to play my games, uh, the two mm. of you. But, Doctor, if you beat me, uh, her mind will go back to normal and she will die because she'll remember who you are and that's it. So you either let me do all the mad shit that I'm doing or right. if you beat me, you lose one of your best friends. Um, what an evil bastard, eh? Yeah. That's a nice idea. Yeah. I like it. Um, I think the doctor yeah, should also turn around and say, "Is my dentist bill from uh, the 1960s? <laughs> I had a root canal done after one of those boiled sweets you left behind." Uh, and there's another line later on, isn't there? About uh, you know, I, I'll I'll find it here somewhere. It's um, oh shit, the one who waits. Yeah, I think I can't remember. I couldn't tell if that was David saying that line or Neil Patrick Harris. That's but- that's David. That's obviously an indication that the toy maker is has been conspicuous by his absence, like we said yeah. in the toy maker review last yeah. episode. Uh, it's like he's been waiting to spring his trap again to really, you know, get yeah. the doctor. Yeah. Um, um, and someone posted on Twitter that there was a screen grab from from uh, the original story, uh, and the toy maker says, "I'm like, oh, I've been waiting a long time for us to meet again, Doctor." So I think, yeah, he's the character, you know, because I guess time is immaterial to him. Um, exactly but um yeah i mean it was funny because they hadn't announced that neil patrick harris was playing the toy maker when the trailer went out but i remember we were like watching it and like all those little things like the doctor saying oh i'm getting i'm getting a memory from a long long time ago and all this sort of stuff we're like oh it's obviously the toy maker it's obviously the toy maker (laughs) and all the way you know and like uh neil patrick harris and his mock german accent going ah he is remembering yeah um, sounds like my dentist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, all that stuff. You know, it was all setting up like, oh, okay, this is this is a character from the past. Uh, and I just love the way, we're probably getting ahead of ourselves, but I just love the way that they're going to do the toy maker in this scenario. Because we said when we reviewed the original story, we were like, oh, you know, for a guy who can basically bend reality to his will, mm. he doesn't really do much. But here, he's in the thick of it and... There's so many facets of his character. You have the toy maker in the shop and the puppeteer. You've got the toy maker in like the um, aviator 
uh, mm. outfit from like the twenties uh, with the goggles on that great big bloody unit cannon, and then you've got the other version of the toy maker that runs through the unit um, office, and he's in like a, a soldier's outfit, like a yeah, toy like a toy soldier's outfit. outfit. Yeah. yeah, and then you've got the kind of greatest showman gimmick and, and all that. that as well. Yeah, um, and I love that one of the shots is in unit HQ. There's that door. Just that wooden door frame. Yeah. And that's the door that was on Who Spy with yeah. the, the picture, which had the carving of Joey the Clown from the yeah. Celestial Toymaker. So good. I'm loving I was all this attention to, ask, to detail. Yeah. I was going to ask how you think that ends up there. Um, if that is like a portal or if yeah. it's a TARDIS or what it could be, you know? Yeah. I, I think it's going to be some sort of portal to his realm. And maybe the toy mm. shop that we saw in Bristol. Yeah. Uh, maybe that is his realm. Maybe it's a bit like that. And, you know, it it makes you wonder how much of what we're seeing is real or, you know, because yes. when you see the doctor look up and he's doing the puppeteer thing, which was very Batman Arkham Asylum with the scarecrow level. I saw the references um, online, yeah. Yeah, yeah. George Sheard also um, shared it on, on Twitter. Um yeah, it's just really great. And I love that there's this... I mean, we always love when Doctor Who does things that are a bit more out there. And mm. I feel like this is really doing... Um, showing what Doctor Who can be. You've got your alien invasion story at the start, which isn't quite an alien invasion story. You've got your mm. second story, which is trapped at the end of the universe, possibly some sort of base under siege type thing, um, where you know, it looks like there's no way out. And then you've got the last one, which is like big finale, end of the world stakes by the looks mm. of things. And my God, doesn't the production values look amazing this Absolutely. year? Um, but it's also a bit weird and mind bendy and, you know, reality altering. Yeah, it's just great. I'm, I'm, I'm so hyped for it. Uh, so yeah, let's talk a bit about the world blue yonder. So we obviously get yeah. a reference to uh, something so bad the TARDIS ran away really yep. cool visual of like the charred outline of it um, yeah and there's a yeah, it's flash like indented, of the, isn't it yeah um, there's a flash of the TARDIS I think earlier in the trailer where it's all sort of yellowy behind the windows and yeah. it's going a bit you know crazy yeah, against the wall yeah it slams into it doesn't it yeah yeah really cool um, and yeah so immediately when that happened you know what what does the TARDIS not like uh, you know the TARDIS doesn't like temporal things that shouldn't be there yeah um, and I know that when that shot came out from one of the initial trailers I think it might have been from one of the uh, glitch ones where yeah. the Doctor and Donna are on the floor sort of shielding their eyes from something and everybody yeah. went they're watching somebody regenerate um, I think that's the, the, the TARDIS bit but right it does make that me think sense. that there is something t temporal, timey-wimey going on that the, the TARDIS would freak out and go, you know, there's too many doctors here or there's too many yeah. something else here. I, I need to get out of this situation. Because um, I don't think that's... I get I get the feeling that this is going to be divorced from the toy maker. Um, yes. Maybe we'll get hints of it in the first one. The second one is a bit of an adventure kind of elsewhere that eventually leads us back to yeah. earth for the giggle but i think you're right i i think this this I, I think we've said it before this will be the jaw dropper fan episode i think yeah 
Um, it just seems like it's being set up that way to me, given the fact we know nothing about it. Yeah, and I think there's a shot, isn't there, later on, which I assume is from this story, which is like some sort of weird, wibbly-wobbly mm. energy thing that's like floating in the air. Um, yeah. So I'm guessing that could be, like you said, maybe that's some sort of time Possibly. thing. Possibly. I, I mean, I made a note of that and thought, until we mentioned the toy maker's door might be like a portal. Unless yeah. that, that's, oh, that's true. like something to do with that. But yeah. I also thought it's interesting. It's the same colours that they're using for all the promo images. It's like blue and purple. That, that sort of, I wonder if that's the new Vortex. Yeah, possibly. So, so maybe that's like an impression of what's coming, like breaking yeah. through. Or if we are in the Toymakers universe, maybe that's what, you know, that's the, was reality bleeding through yeah. rather than it being something bad coming through from over there. It's actually... Yeah over there trying to break through into the bad thing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. is all crazy speculation at this point. Um, so we see the Doctor being helicoptered to Unit with TARDIS in tow, a la 50th anniversary. Um, yeah. And Unit HQ, boy, have they gone up in the world. Um, <laughs> it's got, uh, it's got Avengers that. Tower. <laughs> it's, the, it's, a, it, it's such a rip. I mean, yeah. fucking hell. I know you're going to be on Disney+, Plus, but <laughs> shit, come on. I half expected Iron Man to come flying around. <laughs> Um, it's an audacious looking building. Uh, there's yeah. no way they're going to get top secret signs around that. No. Um, it's pretty obvious what that is. But um, we saw the helipad, didn't we? That we'd we seen. Did. Yeah, so all that that we were like, oh, this must be a new Valiant or whatever. You know, we were kind of right. It's up in the air. Kind of. It's just, yeah, it's up yeah. there somewhere. Yeah. Um, who knows? Maybe it detaches. Maybe it flies out whoa. on its own. That's not a bad thought. I like that. Um but we see the the, yeah, the the Avengers base, the Avengers Tower. Um, something I didn't notice until watching it back and sort of pausing it and looking at bits um, earlier is London is already smouldering in the background. Yeah. Um, so it kind of makes me think maybe the Doctor's going to turn up a bit late. Yeah. Um, because we know that Unit's involved in the first one. So maybe the toy maker's already doing what the toy maker does um, and then gets called into Unit. The Doctor, yeah. maybe. Maybe. Um, uh, yeah, because we see those great big machine things, don't we? Smashing into the concrete and like all the, the lava or whatever it is, all the fire bubbling up from the ground. Yeah, um, right. So God knows what's going on there. But um, Do you think maybe that could be... I'm only saying this because of part of the trailer that I think I'm overanalyzing, but I'll come to later to do with the time of day that some shots are happening in. But do you yeah. not think maybe all that lava stuff might be from the first one? Because yeah. a lot of that story seems to be taking place at night. Yeah, you could, yeah, that might be right, actually. So maybe that's just um, like a, a hangover from that stuff. Yeah, just like a, a cool shot just to put in the middle yeah. of all that. Yeah, maybe the Wrath Warriors are like, well, we can't find the Meep, so we'll just blow up the planet. Yeah. Just to be on the well, safe side. <laughs> it's here somewhere. We'll get, we'll, we yeah. will get him doing this, yeah. but you know. Um, There'll be some collateral, see... but it's fine. <laughs> they, they don't worry about that. Um, so Kate Lethbridge-Stewart pops up um, and there's a line about how do we fight the human race? So obviously this is in yeah. reference to stuff that we were seeing on location. Uh, yeah. Spoilers, by the way, everybody. Should have said that at the start. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, you're watching I, this you video, watched, so... Yeah, you, you, you must know. We're talking about the yeah. trailer, come on. Um, so stuff on location to do with people going a bit crazy and driving erratically and going mad. 
obviously yeah. something to do with the t- just what the toy maker's done. That's just the city centre of Bristol on a Saturday <laughs> night. Um, but the, 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 there was that shot again from one of the early trailers of um, uh, Neil Patrick Harris throwing a load of petals at the camera. Yeah. So, and we know that, that they obviously are all... sort of shot. Exactly. Um, yeah. And they're all falling around people as they go crazy mm. as well. So I'm guessing this is something to do with the spell that he's yeah. got them under. Um, or it's a ni- if this is a fantasy realm, it's a nice visual aid to sort of cut between the two, you know? Yeah, could be. Like, yeah, yeah, a bit yeah. like he's getting magic dust blown in his face and suddenly he's in the trippy realm or whatever. Yeah. You know? Who knows? Yeah, um, no, that's cool. So we've got Kate involved. Uh, yeah. And we would assume Bonnie is somewhere yeah uh, i think i i would imagine so because someone spotted that kate's got that little armband thing on which is yeah what, uh mel was wearing in the like first promo picture they released of her so so yes that there's something is there. either something that everybody in unit wears and yeah. it will just be part of the uniform when they like go into the building or something or it's something specific to the story that makes them immune from what the toy maker's oh, doing to them. Oh, yes. That's a good shout. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that works, but maybe. Um, I wonder if the giggle is like some sort of uh, hypnotic suggestion type thing. Because you see that there was the... Um, I don't think you see it so much in this trailer, but in the previous trailer, yeah. you see the puppet, don't you? The laughing yeah. puppet. And I wonder if that's been like put out into the the ether into the media or whatever and people hear it and they go bonkers mm. so maybe yeah that's maybe a good that's thought sort of thing to i don't know stop that from uh, then after seeing some stuff from the giggle with the helicopter and all that sort of stuff we get that bit with tenant slamming that wall yeah uh, going doing his great Why does it have to be this off, yeah upset acting um that is, I mean, again, it's all this is all crazy conspiratorial stuff. We're just speculating, but yeah, he's not. I don't. He's not talking to somebody in the room there. Um, no, I don't think so. Which makes me think he's either kind of, you know, referring generally to the toy maker or the baddie, even if he doesn't know mm. who they are yet. Or yeah. he, you know, whenever the doctor's talking in that manner, usually they're talking to Time Lords or Gallifrey. So. Yeah. It could be that they've, you know, he's got in contact with them somehow. Um, And I think people are leaning into this idea and Russell has obviously been feeding it that something happens to Donna. And Mm. I guess because we've seen a lot of David on his own through the clips of that story that we've seen and a lot of them together. Yeah. Maybe something happens to Donna in that story. Maybe. Um. I guess you always I mean, want to split them up, don't you? The Doctor and the Companion. So, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then this is the next conspiracy theory. So, as you mentioned before, we've got the toy maker on the helipad with yes. uh, the galvanic beam, I think it's called. Yeah. Galvanic beam. Yeah. Uh, and Gert gun. it's this Gert massive gun light. And it seems to be a confrontation between him and the doctor. Yeah. Uh, if you look in the background, when you see Neil Patrick Harris on the gun, he's taken a chunk out of the shard behind him, which is yeah. quite a cool little visual thing. Uh, but I was... Maybe units should keep a great big gun on top of their base. 
it's probably a bad idea, isn't it? I mean, like, what yeah. are they what are they using it for in the context of that story? If that's I don't know. what I think it is, and it's somewhere near the end of the third episode, yeah. Um, what's what's the what's the use in having that? I don't know. Maybe they use it to like shoot down Cybermen ships. <laughs> sure. I mean, where does it come on, from? On a it's a bloody basis. massive thing to just wheel out and stick at the yeah. end of that helipad. Like, oh God. Um, she, she wants that bloody gun out again. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> Those poor, hunky unit soldiers that everybody was salivating over on Twitter. Yeah, they the were, brooding they? ones. Yeah. The, I, don't, I don't like the uniform. I don't like the no. ultra-padded sci-fi thing. It's, it, it doesn't have the homely feel of the old green ones. No. Where's this John is Levine? Gonna be... Why isn't he pushing that gun out? And, you know. We know why he's not pushing that gun out. Because mm. uh, he turned it on everyone and then himself. Yeah. <laughs> Out of the parliament. I mean, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> well, that's Matt advocating for the murder of uh, politicians there, not me. Um, but I want to talk about that shooty shot. It's the last shot of the trailer. The shooty shot. The shooty shot. Now, I've seen people speculate that shooty on the clifftop where Jodie regenerates because we hear yeah. the regeneration tinkly sound. Yeah. I've heard people speculate that that shooty at the edge and he's talking yeah. to some old farts on a log. <laughs> I think that Neil Patrick Harris offs the 14th doctor with that, uh, grav, gra, galvanic beam. Yeah. This is good. Doctor and Who. This you've got an unpronounceable weapons. name. <laughs> it's probably nothing like what I've just butchered it as in terms of pronunciation, but whatever. Uh, no, that sounds good. And sounds I right. think Shooty regenerates on the uh, DT regenerates into Shooty on the helipad, and right. that thing we're seeing behind him. If you look at the stuff with Neil Patrick Harris with the with the big girl, yes, gun, it's sort of turning into the end of the evening. The sky is going yeah. red, and then yeah. we have that shot of the red behind Shooty. And yeah. I know that they obviously said stuff featuring Shooty has been altered with the backdrops to not give away where they are. Yeah. I just wonder if because they knew the set leaked online, because <clears> they knew it was going to play a big part visually in the stories and for maybe future stories, they that's why they cut that set out. But I yeah. think that's him with his back to London and he's on the helipad. And I think that's where the regeneration happens. Could be. That's a, that's a very good, good shout. I think, um, I don't think, like people were saying, I don't think it's got anything to do with going back to where Jodie regenerated. Purely because the, everyone was sort of saying that. I know they said it all because of the sky and the regeneration sound. The regeneration sound is the regeneration sound. Mm. It's the same sound since 2005. You might as well turn around and say, oh, well, Chris Reckleston might turn up in this case because of that <laughs> well. tinkly noise. Um and, I, and they used the same sound earlier on anyway, when Donna's going all Time Lordy eyed in the flashbacks. Yeah. So as I, 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 yeah, I don't think it's that, but I think certainly what you're suggesting, yeah, I think that could be, could you could be onto something there. Could, the I don't know what the, what they call it, the place at the edge, end of the yeah, edge, the edge, I think, isn't it? Yeah, the edge, whatever it is, um, old farts retirement home. Um, <laughs> You know, yeah, maybe it could be that, and perhaps that's how they'll get old doctors into it. Uh, 
I'm sort of reluctant to believe that that would be the case. I don't know mm. if that's the sort of thing Russell would go in for. Um, and especially since it's already been so done, it's been done it's, so soon exactly. after Power of the Doctor. So I, I think you might be right. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe he's up there or maybe he's, you know, maybe he's had, because he's in a different costume. He's got a different Yes, coat I did notice he's not got the, unless that stuff of him with the tie kind yeah. of ripped aside and the whole can people tell me what the hell's going on unless that is from like episode two special two or yeah. earlier on and yeah that shooty as like the watcher coming through uh yeah. in like bits and bobs something that happens in the future that we haven't seen yet maybe from yeah. the start of his first season um and yeah. that sort of pushing through you know i i reckon you could, it could either be that or Maybe when he says, can someone tell me what the hell is going on here? Maybe he is on the roof with Kate and all mm. that lot and he has just regenerated, hence why he's in David's outfit. And perhaps mm. the shot that we see at the end of this trailer, you know, the TARDIS is parked upon the roof. Maybe he's just done his full get into costume. Yeah. I am now the doctor. And that's, and that's like, like a, the last shot. Yeah. Like the big shot before he goes off into the TARDIS and into nice. Adventures New. Um I still think, think we're going to see a copy of Doctor Who Weekly in this. I yeah. reckon we're... I, I, I want to see the toy maker say something like, ah, I looked across the multiverse and found your adventures and I thought I'd uh, pilfer one or two and he can throw an issue of Doctor Who Weekly at David Tennant. Little Tom Baker cameo. Little multiversal weirdness going on. Isn't it I'd funny that. that Doctor Who's never done that meta thing? No. And it seems like it's a natural progression of the kind of time-bending, narrative-bending stories it does. But yeah. I don't know if I like that oh, really? necessarily. As like yeah. as a realm for Doctor Who to touch on, maybe as like a throwaway line here or there. Like the way it does, yeah. you know, the Doctor knows Arthur Dent. It's like, okay, Hitchhikers is in the same universe. When it's yeah. just sort of subtle and your mind can just sort of think, oh, maybe something's bled through from somewhere else or whatever. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, there are lands of fiction out there. What if something's bled out of that or whatever? Well, yeah, of course. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. just having something so on the nose as to see the logo of the show in the show. Yeah. Uh, that might be the route that Russell's heading yeah. if they want to open up the Hooniverse, which is obviously, you know, looming large over this whole project. Yeah. Um, and we haven't really seen the fruits of that uh, besides the main show. So, yeah, no. maybe. But... It would explain why Beep's there. I just wonder what they're going to do for the second one in that case. What is the mind-bending meta-narrative there? Um, yeah. Unless it's like he is trapped in his own episode of Doctor Who or uh, he has to watch his <laughs> other Space self Pirates. from... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get me out of what? here! Why does it have to be this? <laughs> it all makes sense. It all makes sense. That's it. He's forced to watch his shitest stories. That's a great <laughs> idea. Um, let's put on the time monster. Oh, he's off to himself. That's how shooty yeah. he plays. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I love the idea of Doctor Who eventually branching out into that stuff, but I, I, I don't like it to be so on the nose. I don't know. Maybe that's I mean, just I me. Think, I think it could just be like a, like a, like you said, a throwaway thing. Um Maybe it's not even as on the nose as that. Maybe, mm. you know, it's just, you know, maybe um, Donna 
finds the magazine and says, "Hang on a minute, the Star Beast. Wait, this is this is us. Mm. Look, that's beat. The, mm. That's the that's the that's him in the in the book. That's him in my shed. And, and that's what that's Rose, but her name the is whole Stacy or whatever it is. <laughs> what if um, what if the whole giggle thing with the ventriloquist dummy? Because yeah, that." If it is the ventriloquist dummy from like the early TV broadcasts, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe we are going towards a meta Doctor Who re- referring to itself in all of its mm. different forms. Uh, yeah. So, like, where does Big Finish come into it? Where does uh, real time pictures and BBV come into this? You know, <laughs> um, maybe he's being forced to watch Zygon when being you just isn't enough. Uh, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't wish that upon anyone. <laughs> No, I wouldn't either. But I almost regenerated after watching that. <laughs> um, is that is that your like your g- crazy big bit of speculation? Do you reckon is that is that the kind of thing that is going to happen? Yeah, I think I think they might. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they'll just maybe they will literally just adapt it and it'll just be adapted. Um, mm. But I don't know. I think I think when you're playing with a character like the toy maker who exists outside of the universe yeah. and conceal this stuff you know and can rip the fucking ceiling off of a building and go i'm a puppeteer you know i think it's i I think it's well within his possibilities to go oh yeah let's let's set up a game for the doctor based on some comic book i like it i like the i like that idea a lot maybe you've you've taught me around to it yeah Um, all right as long as it's done like this and then we don't mention it again maybe this is like (laughs) yeah it's just like a mention of like, hey, look, there are other universes out there, other things that happen in the Doctor yeah. Who universe. Uh, here's like a little reference to the fact there's lots you can dig into beyond the TV show uh, and we'll get r- round to those eventually. Yeah. But yeah, as yeah. long as that doesn't become something that appears in like the main TV series. You know? Oh yeah, no, I, d- I don't think it'll be anything like that. I think it will just be a little, a little nod again to... Uh, to celebrating the 60 years, you know, that Doctor Who magazine has been a big part of it and the comics have been a big part of it, especially when the show wasn't on the air. Um, So that's how that little section of Doctor Who history gets uh, gets its, you know, little round of applause. Um, I mean, I think it's amazing that we've got a villain that hasn't been seen seen since 1966. And I think Mm. that's probably how we're going to get around this being like the, uh, the 60th anniversary story, you know, it may not be all the doctors come together, which I'm almost certain it's not going to be. Will there be a few cameos? Possibly. Uh, I'd like to maybe see someone. And, you know, if they do go back to the edge or whatever the hell the thing's called, um, and we see an old doctor or two, that'd be lovely. Um, But I think it's just going to celebrate Doctor Who's history in other ways. Um, And I guess that's going to be like, well, this this is very old Doctor Who. You know, we've brought this baddie back. Um, we're celebrating all of 2005 onward Doctor Who with David and Donna. Um, mm. We've got a bit of Stephen Moffat in there with Kate Stewart. Um, yeah. uh, Chris Chibnall's TARDIS con- uh, t- police boxes in it. Um, yeah. Anyone else? <laughs> Any era <laughs> that I've missed? Uh... <laughs> What, uh, where are we getting any references? Donald Tosh, where's that? Oh, well, no shit. Toy yeah, maker, that's him. Yeah, we d- you there you got go. him. Yeah, there you are. <laughs> um, they thought it's everything. all coming together. Um, 
what do you think uh, we'll, we'll leave it with this just because uh unless you've got anything else to say the the thing that is still intriguing me is this second episode yeah like for me uh you know besides the finale being the finale seeing mm. shooty and celebrating the 60th anniversary as a whole and you know watching these brand new episodes i think the the fact that we we obviously we know so little about it is really intriguing what what is your speculation on that what do you think is going to happen in that story what do you think is going on I, oh. why why are we not seeing anything of it what 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 could they be hiding i don't know i it must be something big it must be something big whether it's another doctor i don't know but it has to be something that's going to make us as fans go holy shit how did they do that and mm. pull that off because there needs to be a reason why they shot it all in the studio i mean perhaps it might have just been you know the, the cheaper one so we shoot it all in a mm. studio i don't know how mm. much that necessarily you know you that worked back in the old days if you shoot it in the studio that's the cheapy one because location filming yeah. is so expensive i don't know how much that translates to modern television um so it could be a, an element of that but i think it's going to be that they're trying to hide something big um but i don't I, know what that could be maybe it is Susan. Yeah, maybe it is Susan. Maybe Caroline Ford comes back. Trying to find the quote because I'm sure somebody mentioned oh, uh, uh, a, a quote that was attributed to either David Tennant or Catherine Tate saying something like, "We're actually only a small part of the 60th anniversary." Yes, yeah. Uh, I think it was David. I'm I sure think. I haven't. Yeah. So whether that means we, as in a royal we. Mm. Uh, between the two of them or Catherine's only in the first one and the third one and she's only in the third one for a little bit. Yeah. Or it's, that includes him as part of that and he is only a small part of it if you have another doctor for the, for yeah. the second one. So yeah. I, I, I think that could be, that could be the case. I think that could be the Matt Smith's in, Capaldi's in, Jodie's yeah. in, you know, um, I think that could be the one where that happens. Um, but we shall see in yeah. two months' time, roughly speaking. And that'd be interesting as well, because it's the second one. You know, everyone would expect it to be the big finale. Um, mm. But if you want to save the big finale for something else, and obviously you're introducing a whole new Doctor, aren't you, in the finale? We, you've got shooting precisely. coming into it. Um, and also, also, I think it having it as that second one in the middle, it does isolate it as maybe like I said before, the Doctor Who fan one. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, that it makes does sense. sort of, but it, it buffers the other halves, you know? Yeah. Um, so, because yeah, like you say, you wouldn't want to put all that stuff in the last one because Shooty's coming along and no. you wouldn't want to alienate people in the first one because you're yeah. trying to get people on board yeah. again. And I mean, um, we, we literally just seen how putting all these Doctors and stuff goes down, literally mm. the last story that aired, you know, Power of the Doctor. Mm. Jodie wasn't even didn't even really feel like she was in it because there was just no. too many characters. Um, so, yeah, I can um, I can see why Russell would maybe say, well, look, I'll give you your cake and eat it, but you'll get it partway through so I can really, so the story can be finished properly in the finale. Yeah. Um, uh, and, the, you know, what we were hearing, even when the show was about to go back into production, was that the 60th anniversary is a balls out celebration of Doctor Who. Yeah. And I guess that would extend to these references to alternative media. But yeah. 
when I think balls out, you know, celebration of Doctor Who, I think returning characters, massive cameos, big surprises. So yeah. I think we'll get those across the three. But if any of them are going to have the fan ones, it's going to be that that last one. Oh, that, that yeah. middle one, sorry. Yeah. Um, well, anything else? Not really, other than no. it looks bloody good. And yeah. it just, production-wise, looks incredible. Yeah. It looks like a film. It's bonkers. It's funny, isn't it? We mm. always say that. Every time new Doctor Who comes out, like throughout the Jodie Whittaker era, we were saying, wow, Doctor Who's never looked so good. And now we're here again saying, wow, Doctor Who's never looked so good. You know, these huge I suppose that's just the, Yeah, that's attack. just... It's great. As more people come on board and say, oh no, Doctor Who could be shot like this. There's no reason why it couldn't be shot like this. Yeah. Like, I think even Chris Chibnall said in, in his interview, like putting those prime lenses on just yeah. sort of makes everything look l- more luscious and you can do yeah. different things and you know there's no reason why you can't use those so yeah i mean they've they've really pulled out all the stops they've done an incredible job it's a shame the money's gonna have run out for shooty's first series and they'll be forced <laughs> to use you know uh sticky back plastic and uh bin liners for monsters but never mind yeah. eh? <laughs> if he's a good actor he'll work around those props off, and you know? those monsters yeah yeah um and i'm so glad that they had him at the end because that yeah. was the one thing I was like, I hope they show some shooty in this trailer. Um, and it was nice. Nice to see a new shot of him. Um, yeah. And especially, you know, Sex Education just came out the same mm. week, wasn't it? So, uh, yeah. I mean, we've been watching Sex Education and just been like, oh, what's he going to be like as the doctor? You know, but I think he's going to be brilliant. Yeah, I think he's going to be fabulous. It's exciting times. Uh, yeah. So we are, I guess from now, it's sort of like T minus two months until... Doctor yeah. Who comes back. Yeah. Uh, will it be consecutive Saturdays? Will it be three days in a row? Will it be one after the other? Right, uh, available on BBC iPlayer right now. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, um, oh, I can't imagine them doing that. I can't imagine them putting it straight on iPlayer. I think it will. They know that people would just be putting it. Yeah, you know, they, they, yeah. People think, will scrub to the end of the giggle before the first one's even fucking started. It, Exactly. Yeah. And I think Russ, Russell knows that. And I think Russell is such a big advocate for television as, yeah. uh, you know, as a, you know, piece of media that, you know, he's not going to be like, oh, well, let's spoil it for everybody. You know, he wants everybody to tune in and make exactly. it event television, you know? So uh, I don't think we've got that to worry about. But I think it's just one of those funny, oddly worded BBC press things that, you know, we've, we've seen it before. We know what they're like. Precisely. We know what the BBC are like. And they're bloody marvellous. They give us so much. Yeah. I want some toys as well, please, because I watched that trailer and I was like, I want Beat the Meep. I want the Wrath Warriors because they look fucking great. Uh, And I imagine they'd be quite big. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I want, I want, I want all the dollies. David with his, with his trench coat, David in his, in his waistcoat, uh, a new Donna, uh, Donna. a toy maker. Yeah. um, Maybe a couple of versions of him. Yeah, uh, and Bonnie. And Bonnie, yeah. Please, yeah. and one of those cuffs, because, you know, they'll be in... <laughs> kids Kids will be wanting those. <laughs> I mean, it might make you look like you're an escaped convict with a with a security bracelet on, but, you know. Yeah, and, and uh, a million different variations of Shooty Gatwa. Which I think we're going to get, judging by the number of costume changes this Donnie's yeah. going to get in his first Christmas special. It's like yeah. at least three or four different outfits. Now we've I, seen the kilt. I know, that's it. The kilt version. Um, please make the kilt one 
character because then that means you've got the legs for Jamie McCrimmon. <laughs> would that be, that would be the most amazing little, I've got legs good enough that they didn't need to change the mold. Yeah. Uh, I've got the same legs as Shooty Gatwa. I bet Fraser would say that now. Yeah. He said, I won't Bloody show hell. you, but I have, believe me. I have, I have. <laughs> Trust me, I have. Uh, all right then. Well, that is that. Uh, yeah. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Review of, Review of Death. If you did, uh, Matt will tell you to do all the liking and commenting yeah, and subscribing please. because he like, works in that subscribe, world. Share it. Like it again. Yeah. Share it stick again. Stick up your bum. Yeah. Um, tell your friends. And you've obviously got the Patreon as well uh, on off weeks when we're not here. Uh, yeah. You can enjoy all the great stuff we've done over there and we will continue to do. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. See you all soon, gang. And exciting times ahead. Farewell. Bye-bye.